Back in the 70s, the mantra for teens was peace and love. In the 80s, the mantra for most teen boys was skate or die. Flash forward 20 years, and what do our youths care about? What's the Wi-Fi password? Thank you for tuning into What's the Wi-Fi Password, a place where we have discussions about topics and issues that are relevant to the teens in our generation and how to point them towards the gospel. If you have any questions or would like to learn more about this podcast, please email Joshua Shively at joshuas at calvary.com. Everybody out there in podcast land, and welcome to another episode of What's the Wi-Fi Password. As we just kind of walk through this special and just kind of unique season of life um, as we're just still kind of, um, I don't know, house arrest and quarantine, um, the covering, whatever we want to call it, as we are in our homes, kind of walking day by day as the, the COVID-19 or the coronavirus is just kind of doing its work uh, through the U.S. And this is just interesting. This is a crazy time. Um, but I sit here uh, on this Monday uh, with my bud tate and my bud andy uh just my partners in crime and youth ministry and and we're just like ready to encourage you ready to just walk through another day as uh the lord has given us as the sun has risen and we uh faith that it's going to set and that um you know god is just working so how you guys doing today good i'm sore i worked out for the first time in probably like what feels like a hundred years but i feel really good (laughs) today it was a good day it was a good a good monday good that's good i'm doing pretty good too um yeah here on monday morning got to sleep in a little bit which is nice uh sunday was kind of weird because sunday I, I i was telling tate earlier i don't remember the last sunday where i didn't attend church um yeah. like when i didn't go to a church building even uh, the last couple of Sundays that I've had off, I've at least been out of town if I didn't go to church, um, or I even went to a church out of town. So it's just kind of a little odd, but other than that, it was a good day. Yeah, yeah, definitely an interesting Sunday. Um, my wife and my kids, we we watched the sermon online, and we did some little Bible study together, and then we, we built a robot together, um, but just a mm-hmm unique Sunday, just so different. I'm with Andy. I can't remember the last time that I wasn't at church on a Sunday uh, where I wasn't on like vacation or something like that. So this was just interesting. It was so interesting. Um, How was your Sunday, Tate? Yeah, it was good. I, it was weird seeing myself on the screen. (laughs) I don't think I really like that. Maybe that's what motivated me to work out. I won't say, but I, I, it was, it was a good Sunday. Yeah. I think, um, being able to, I'm just amazed that so many churches are, it just blows my mind, like how big the internet is and that like the word of God is going out on mm-hmm. Sundays, you know what I mean? Like in online in that way, in a whole new way that we've never done it before, not just our church, but thousands, if not like hundreds of thousands of churches are doing it. And so yeah. that's kind of cool. Like, I feel like a lot of my family who aren't Christians like they are actually paying more attention 
and willing to maybe listen to a sermon online right now because of the things going on in the world. And so I think that's a really unique thing happening. Like my aunt commented on a video and she's not saved. And um, she said she watched me teach uh, back on Tuesday. So like, I think that's a very interesting thing because she would have never done that before. Like she could have just slept in on a Sunday morning when I invited her to church if she was visiting me or something. So I think that's, uh, God is like, I'm really excited to see how he continues to use the church virtually. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it's it's definitely different times, you know. Um, I just keep kind of going around in my head of like, Lord, what are you doing? Like, what are you, what are you doing with your church? What are you doing with your people? Um, what are you doing just with us as believers, as disciples of you? And you know, I haven't got an answer yet. So let me know if you guys get an answer of what Jesus is doing. <laughs> but it's just interesting times. Um, so to start this podcast, I want to read a scripture and then ask you guys a question. All right. So Matthew chapter seven, uh, Jesus is still kind of on the Sermon of the Mount. Uh, verse seven, he asks this question or he kind of gives this comment and then asks this question. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened uh, to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks it will be opened. Or which one of you if your son asks you for a bread, you will give him a stone. Or if he asks you for a fish, will you give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give gifts the good give? I'm sorry, give good things to those who ask him. Um, and you know, guys, as through this season, as we're just kind of like walking through this thing and just kind of wondering what the heck is going on and when is this going to end and God, what are you doing? Um, what are some things that you were asking God for, continuing to have faith in, um, as we look to the outcome? You know, we know this is going to end. We know that the the Lord is still on His throne; that He's good. His church is not going to be canceled. Um, you know, it's it's going to continue on after this. So, what are some things that you were continuing to seek God on, um, even through this turmoil, even through this time? What do you guys think? Hmm. Yeah, I think. I, I I can't remember if I said this on our previous episode, but I really had a moment with the Lord where he just told me like, press in, which was a huge message that Nate gave today to, or on Sunday too, of just like press into the Lord, like don't waste this time. And I felt like the Lord specifically tell me like, come out better, you know, like don't, you know, like work grow like use this time to get stronger get um just grow in him and not waste these days or these moments so like I really had to repent on Friday Saturday and kind of you know yeah just say like okay Lord I don't want to be lazy I don't want to be fearful and just paralyzed but I really want to keep moving forward I want to keep pressing in and growing um so I think that's the, like you like you read, like keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, like don't give up. Like it's not the time to give up. And for me personally, for those of you who like know my testimony, I've had really tough seasons in the last couple years where I could have given up multiple times. And so I kind of felt like coming into 2020, I felt more hopeful. I felt like this year is going to be better. But then again, circumstances that I can't control have forced me to again say like, yes, I will be steadfast. Yes, I will keep going. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will endure. And because we're, we're faced with that option every day with that decision, like, 
will you give in or will you trust the Lord? Right? Yeah. Like, what will you do next? Will you trust the Lord or will you give up? Will you sit on the couch a little bit longer or will you get up and go walk go on a walk and listen to worship music? Whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that's a very timely verse that you asked or read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you, Andy. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the big things when it comes specifically to like, what are we seeking? What are we asking? What are we knocking for? Um, I think I'm, I'm wanting wisdom and like just an understanding and how to be a source of comfort for people in this season, like how Mm -hmm. to be a a, a non-anxious presence. Um, How do I uh, bear that witness to people? Because one really interesting thing that I just noticed is the only people I have like permission to be around, I guess you could say, besides my roommate Austin, is my coworkers at Interim. Um, and outside of Kendall, which shout out to Kendall Snell, high school leader, uh, <laughs> which hopefully you are because you're a youth ministry leader, so set the example. Um, outside of <laughs> don't know of anyone at my work who um is like a bible believing christian right there's people who maybe they have like faith in their background maybe they go to church once in a while maybe they like kind of like the concept of church like of god of like what that can offer to them but i don't think anyone there is no yeah there's someone else but most people there are not like solid bible believing christians and so i'm wondering what what's the opportunity there like where is the open door for me to be able to speak hope and trust and faith into their lives and into the lives Mm -hmm. of the people that i know uh not just for now but also going forward like i'm i'm believing more and more that this is a going to be a massive opportunity for the church um and of course we like the prayer is that we wake up tomorrow morning on tuesday morning and we hear that coronavirus is gone that it left that everyone's healed and it's never coming back again but with the way the lord has set up his church the worse things get the more opportunity there will be for the church like the worst things are, the more opportunity there will be for believers. And so I'm, I'm praying over being the person or being a type of person who can minister and love well into whatever happens. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah, you know, Eric and I found ourselves, you know, reading this verse and then praying together Um you know, just in the season where the gym's close and so we're not working out in the morning together. Um, and so we are, I'm just finding myself reading the word more and we're praying together more. Uh, and which is really cool. But like reading this verse the other day, um, maybe remember like to be still be praying for those things that we need in this life. You know, we, mm-hmm. uh, a Shively family live in a little 900 square foot house, two bedroom, one bath. There's four of us, you know, my two preteens share a room, uh, my boy and my girl, Ellie and Seth. Uh, and we share a wall. And so it's, it's a little tight. It's a little we're in each other's business constantly. And so the Lord just reminded me, pray for a house, pray that like I would provide that for you. If I'm calling you to Monterey, if you're going to mm-hmm. be here for some time, like pray for a house. And so I did, you know, and so just remembering that 
that this is something that is going to impact us and define this season of life for many, many years. Um, this coronavirus, the shelter in place, uh, just this, what's going on in our world economy. It is, it's going to define, it's going to redefine us. Um, but that doesn't mean that we should stop seeking God. It doesn't mean we shouldn't stop, as Tate said, bettering ourselves and growing and maturing um, in our places of weakness. Or, you know, where Andy said, we should stop um, just becoming more of a witness and being more uh, proactive in our faith. Like this shouldn't stop us from that. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you find yourself watching more Netflix because of this thing or more, you know, more Hulu or more YouTube um, or just zoning out, listening to music, like stop yourself for a second, go outside, sit for a minute, just, just ask yourself, like, what could you be doing? You know, what could you be doing? Or just ask the Lord, you know, Lord, what, what would you have me be doing right now, right here, <laughs> rather than just kind of vegging? So, you know, guys, um, let this just be an encouragement because it is, it's just a difficult season and um, we're all going to come at it differently. You know, part of my testimony is I've had a lot of loss in my life. Um, most of my grandparents are dead. Um, I've kind of walked through a lot of pain and, and like wounds and life. And yet, like, so I look at something like this going, okay. It's going to be over. And like, how can I come out the other mm-hmm. side better? Um, not always in strength. Don't get me wrong. Like I have moments of weakness too, guys. But the idea is just it, it, a disciple in Christ should be looking at this going, okay, Lord, what, what are you trying to show me? And how can I grow in this? Um, and seeking him for it, knocking, you know, asking those yeah. things. But, you know, yeah. You and like thought? you said, Josh, like to not, not pray for, complete God's complete healing like Andy was saying like the God could in a blink of an eye kill this virus or bring us a cure or heal people from the inside out like give them a hundred percent breathing capacity in their lungs like and there's no reason why we can't keep asking seeking and knocking for that there's no reason why Mm -hmm. we can't keep asking seeking and knocking to like have relief (laughs) situation you know I think Mm -hmm. um and when you feel like you you can't pray that prayer, like you can't keep knocking, that's the perfect time to call someone to pray for you. Yeah, that's the perfect so- time to go to your parents and ask for them to pray for you. And when they say, like, pray for what? You say, like, I don't really know, but I just need prayer. And yeah. um, that verse always brings that to mind for me because uh, when I was walking through my season of divorce, I remember I couldn't really pray. And somebody randomly just came up to me at church and they prayed this verse, like, Lord, we ask, we're seeking, we're knocking for healing for Tate, just bring her fully restored. And I remember like just how powerful that was that somebody was asking and seeking and knocking on my behalf. And so you can ask for people to do that for you if you don't feel strong enough to do it. If this like is overwhelming and you feel anxious and you don't really know how to manage being at home with your parents 24 (laughs) seven, like you can turn to somebody else. You can get on and ask one of us leaders to pray for you, you know? So yeah, but I, I agree with you. Like we got to not give up hope or give up our dreams in the midst of hard things. Um, Because God wants to answer those things. And he's a good father. Like, he gives good gifts, like the end of that passage says. Yeah. He's a good father. Yeah, in seasons like this that we're reminded of that, you know. So, you doing all right, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And I would say, 
Yeah, listening to you guys, the last kind of point I would add, going off what you said, is remember to pray for things that are not directly related to the coronavirus. Um, I know whenever there's a really big pressing thing, whether it's a trial that we're going through or a sin in our life or a pain that we're feeling, it becomes really hard to pray for anything else. Mm-hmm. And our prayers yeah. can become one note. It, it can be one thing over and over again. And that's great, right? There is a lot of church history and tradition and biblical example of praying fervently for one thing without ceasing. At the same time, I would encourage you to add prayer time to pray for the coronavirus, not bully your prayer time with the coronavirus. Like, mm-hmm. still pray for your friends, for your parents, for the dog that you're hoping to adopt, for the <laughs> to go to for whatever it is that you've been praying for like keep praying for those things it's good it's good it's all good encouragement hopefully all you out there listening will be encouraged by those words and um you know we're just we're just sitting here and and we're trying to continue to put up this podcast you know it's it's monday and uh, the hope is to put five podcasts out this week and um so yeah it's march 23rd today yeah the 23rd uh, that's crazy. March is just like flying by. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I know just part of that is like our influence on social media, Instagram, YouTube. Tomorrow, Andy and I will be recording our messages for Tuesday and posting those on our um, on our uh, YouTube channel. And YouTube. Thank you, Tate. Yeah, YouTube <laughs> channel. Um, but we're just trying to put this stuff out. One of the things we've done or Tate did actually on her on her on the Instagram is ask you guys some questions, um, just kind of some questions you guys want answered. So Tate, what are some of those questions? Yeah, we're coming up on 20 minutes, so we'll be kind of quick, but what do you, how have you guys stayed productive during this time is the first question. Have you guys stayed productive during this time? I'll give you some time to think about it. For me, the best way to stay productive any day, but especially in quarantine or sheltering in home is to make a list at the beginning of the day So I just make a quick list of things I want to do. And I put fun things in there. Like today I had big cookies and I think (laughs) I had like color. Like I just anything that you could get done that day, like put it on there. And if you don't get everything done, fine. But like, yeah, I have record the podcast. I have uh, work. I have reach out to certain people reading, you know, so um the challenges for the day, write those down, you know, like even if you don't want to do them, that's something to do and that will help you stay productive. Yeah. yeah. Good. Great. Um, my first word for the answer would be, I'm still figuring that out too. Um, being productive is something that I need to learn my method during this season. But the thing I've learned so far that I would recommend is to set goals. That's a lot like what you were talking about Tate, with your lists. But set goals for the day, meaning, you know, like today I want to finish studying my Tuesday night teaching. I want to record it. I want to get small groups set up. Like that's what I want to accomplish today. Those are my goals. But then Mm -hmm. also set goals for like a week, like set goals a week out where you say like, man, this week, one thing I would like to do is I would like to finish this book that I've been reading. 
for this week, what I would like to do is I, w- I would like to finally write that song that I've been thinking about. Or this week, I would like to you know build that shed in the backyard. Like whatever it is that you're working on, whatever it is that you want, set a goal and just look to that and use that as kind of like your compass pointing north when you have a lot of time and not a lot of structure. Yeah, it's good. I would agree with both those you guys. Like you can have weekly goals. Um, for me, it's keeping routine. Just keeping routine. Mm-hmm. You know, I waking up in the morning, waking up at five in the morning, um, reading the word, reading the books that I'm I want to read. Um, spending some time with prayer with my wife and that's just a couple days a week. You know, it's not like every day, um, running right now cause there's no gym. So I'm going to be busting out my kettlebells, um, this week. And so, you know, just kind of trying to stay ahead of the game, you know, um, uh, it's, it's accomplishing goals. Um, you know, like Saturday, uh, I, I've had some really needed time to f- work on my cars, you know, changing the oil transmission, that kind of stuff. Like, transmission flush not changing a full transmission um but uh <laughs> just working on my cars and so i did that on saturday um and just like just having joy and like the little things it's just the little things it's like it's so easy to go like oh, i accomplish these things and it's noon like what else am i gonna do for the rest of the day you know <laughs> um and then uh also like so saturday and sunday i just stayed off the social media um i wasn't on marco polo i wasn't on instagram i wasn't on youtube um, just so that, like, I just, I, I would kind of set apart that time, um, just to not be on those things. Cause I know Monday through Friday, I'm going to be on those things a whole lot. Um, reaching out to youth and talking to my, my teammates and my, my coworkers, um, putting out content. And so just trying to limit those things. Um, mm-hmm. and I just find it just, it does help. Um, Erica and I, we put in our garden this week. Um, though I do have to say Andy was loving on my kids. He brought over the Nintendo switch, uh, for us to borrow. And so my kids are, <laughs> are, you know, Seth is constantly like, what, what can I do to earn game time? So like, he's like <laughs> cleaning the house and like, you know, mopping the floors and all that stuff, but just, just staying busy. Um, and it's not just busy work, but it's practical stuff that like, I know is going to, you know, continue to benefit me and benefit my family. Um, and those kind of things. So, I mean, I'm, I'm about ready to start like, uh, some type of trade system, barter system with, with my neighborhood and just try to figure <laughs> out me, me and Chris, uh, Chris Adcox, he lives down the street. He's a guy that goes to our church. We're already talking about it, just starting it up. I got the kombucha and homemade soap. Um, he's got eggs and, you know, so we're just, we'll figure it out, you know, but <laughs> yeah, it's not quite there, but, but yeah. So, all right, guys. All right, Tate. Um, and if keep bringing those questions in guys, if you're, if you're asking those questions on the Instagram, we want to answer those. Some more heavy duty ones came in. So maybe we'll do some like, um, YouTube question and answer time to answer those. But, uh, but just keep bringing those answers in. Uh, was there any other questions we wanted to ask today, Tate, or we are okay right now? Well, yeah, Josh, you are in the book of revelation. So you're really familiar with the end <laughs> of the world. So yeah. It is the world ending. Like that was the question. So I and I want to know too. Like, is the world ending? I keep making jokes about it, but then some moments I really think it is ending. And since you've been studying so hard on the end of the world, I just wanted to ask you: Is the world ending? Yeah, you know the Book of Revelation is interesting. Um, ultimately, you guys, it's a wor- book of worship because it's about Jesus and it's about Him sitting on the throne. Um, Tuesday night we'll be dropping, or you'll be able to Tuesday you'll be able to see. Um, 
my teaching on Revelation 5, which is the lamb opening the scroll, that he is worthy to open the scroll. Um, and this is Jesus. This is the Jesus that we worship and we praise. And, you know, all in all, even if, okay, let's say even if this was the end of the world, um, our job as Christians is still to worship Jesus as King and as Savior. Um, mm-hmm. He conquered death. He conquered sin. Sin. And our job is to worship him and to love him and to praise him with all that we are and everything we have. Um, And so that's our job. And that's what we're supposed to do, despite if this was the end of the world. Now, I don't think this is the end of the world. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, it can't be the end of the world because I still need to have my golden birthday and turn 25 on the 25th. So it's just not the end. 25th of April. Yeah, it's not the end. Yeah. We'll have a party. We'll have at least a month. That means we have. I'm just kidding. We have much longer than a month. It's not the end. If we have to break the cur- if we have to break the the covering or the whatever this is called the shelter in place tape. We'll do it for your birthday. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I don't think it's the end of the world. Um, what I do think is this: the Lord, this is the Lord shaking things up, and He's purifying His church and He's purifying those things um, that are unshakable, which is His church and which are Christians that cling to the Lord and cling to him no matter what. They don't cling to their finances or their jobs or their security, um, but they cling to Jesus. And I think that's what this is. And I mean, it's it's different. It's new. Uh, none of us, nobody, your parents, probably even your grandparents haven't dealt with anything like this, but the, it doesn't change and it doesn't take away from the fact that we are to worship Christ and to live like him day in and day out, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the circumstances no matter what's happening in life. So that's my answer to that one. No, the world's not ending. (laughs) (laughs) Andy, do you have anything to say about the world ending? Yeah, I don't think it's happening right now. (laughs) Okay, cool. That's our personal opinions. And I'm pretty sure if you asked your parents, they would say the same thing. So there you go. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, we're not, we're not done with youth ministry yet. We've got way too much to do. There's so much fruit that needs to come. Amen. Our trees have just been planted. Yeah. All right. So kind of finishing up this podcast, guys, it's Monday morning. Do we have any challenges for these youth? I know we get the robot challenge coming in. We'll announce the yeah. robot challenge, the winners tomorrow. Um, or I'm sorry, today. Um, oh, tomorrow, Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah. So today, Monday, I'm going to, as this podcast drops, also pictures on Instagram will drop of each robot. You'll be able to vote. And the robot with the most votes will win. We had some really good robots come, so I'm excited to get those up for you to see. Thank you for everyone who did it. And then our reading the most pages challenge, our winner is Violet Holdridge. Shout out to Violet. She (laughs) read over 400 pages. Andy, do you want to tell everybody how many pages you read? I read 197. But Violet, I want to hear what book you read. I want to hear what you're I'm not challenging or contesting. <laughs> I'm not claiming that mine was superior to yours. I'm just curious to hear what you read. Um, I'm pretty sure she told me she was reading like a, a book for history and then like either Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. I can't remember. I think it was Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. And then another book, a third book, but yeah, I'm not totally sure. Okay. Well, I have a follow-up challenge only to the people who took me up on this reading challenge. This isn't an official challenge from us, but keep track of how many books you read cover to cover. 
And next time we go to youth group, share with me how many that is. And we will oh, see. That's a good one. That's like a till the till and to be continued challenge. Yes. And yeah. that starts that starts from last week on Wednesday when they announced shelter in place. Oh, okay. So if you've whatever books you finished since Wednesday, what day was that? Like March eighteenth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So Andy, you had a good challenge. I don't think it was a mental challenge, but maybe. I mean, it's kind of a mental challenge. It, it is a bit of one. It's like a mental, yeah, physical, yeah. probably spiritual too, combined. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because unless the Lord builds the house, those who Labor will labor in vain. Mm, labor in vain. So my challenge for you guys today, on Monday going to Tuesday, and we can even extend it depending on what the interest is. But my challenge is to build the biggest and best blanket fort that you can. The only materials you're allowed to use. Oh my gosh! <laughs> are in your house, that's already there blankets and pillows and you're going to be judged based on how big the fort is how usable the fort is what like amenities and perks you've got if you got a microwave in there if you got <laughs> hookups in there like a disco ball that's bonus <laughs> so make the biggest and best blanket fort you possibly can there you go that's exciting i can't wait to see those that's good. All right, since Andy's taken kind of the physical challenge there this week that of the blanket fort, um, I'm going to challenge every student to have a quiet time today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Monday. It's after a weekend. Maybe you're back to doing school. Your parents are like, all right, get back to it, like step into it. Um, if you've ever been to a camp with us, whether summer or winter camp, you've had a moment of quiet time. You've had a solo time. And so I want to challenge you to have that today. Just go out. If it's not raining outside, go outside, sit for a minute to a minute to, to 20 minutes and just like just sit. No phone, no iPad, um, not even not even necessarily your Bible, but just maybe just like sit and just go, OK, God, I'm here. I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm here. And God, I know you're with me. Help me to be here, too, with you. Um, and so I want to challenge you with that. And that could be a challenge that kind of lasts through this this whole time. But. Today, Monday, March 23rd, go have a quiet time. Go have a solo time. It doesn't matter what time of day, when it's when or where it's at, just go have that. All right. That's that's a good one. I think since you're gonna have them do a quiet time, I'm gonna challenge them to read one whole book of the Bible. So don't freak out oh. because you could literally read the entire book of James. I think it will take you less than 20 minutes. Yeah, but any yeah. of those smaller Gospels, um, Philippians, Colossians, James, even Peter, you can read in one day. So you can break it up, do like a chapter every hour or so. You can read it breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, break it up that way. Or just read it all in one sitting. But there's something to reading like a whole letter. Because those were letters given to the churches. And they were meant to be read in one sitting. And so... I think um, I do that from time to time, and it's super helpful. So during your quiet time, or if you can't do it all in one quiet time, split it up, like I said, read one whole book, and then just let us know what book you read. I'm just curious to know which one you chose. I think I'm going to do the book of Philippians, um, 
But yeah, that's my spiritual challenge for you that's on good. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Right on, guys. Right on. Well, this has been a lot of fun. This has been an awesome podcast. Good start to the week. Um, hopefully, everyone out there listening is just enjoying this this podcast and enjoying these encouragements. I know I am. Um, I look forward just to, to teaching and to speaking. I'm looking forward to my teaching on Revelation 5 tomorrow night um, or tomorrow as it's dropped on Tuesday. And, uh, and don't forget to tune in to Pastor Nate. He's going to be teaching live Tuesday night at 6.15. Um, and then as this thing goes, we'll be putting out daily, um, daily devotionals, the pastors at Calvary Monterey, um, and then our heart at Calvary Youth Ministries. We'll be putting out this podcast every day. Tune into our, our Instagram. Tate has just done an awesome job keeping up on that. She is like a social media whiz. Uh, Mr. Andy has just been like turning into a wizard on, uh, on YouTube and how to do those channels. So be tuning in there. Um, and yeah, we're just praying and we're just seeking the Lord through this season on how we can encourage each other, how we can encourage you. And please, if you're at a place of just like, man, what is next? What is going on? Reach out to us. If you're a place of anxiety or fear or, or shame, maybe some sin has creeped in and just grabbed a hold of you during this time of kind of like, just, I don't know what this is, you know, during this time of, of, of loneliness, please reach out to us, reach out to your small group leaders um, and let us know that, that you're struggling. Like, don't do this alone. So we love you. We care about you. And yeah. All right, guys. Say goodbye. <laughs> so I think uh, we should pray to close yeah. this one out. That's, yeah. Yeah. on a good roll there. I should have prayed, huh? <laughs> you should have prayed. I thought you were going to go into it, but I was like, we need to pray. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say goodbye, but then I think Josh should pray or Andy. I don't care which one of you prays. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, go ahead and say goodbye and pray, man. Yeah, see you later, everyone. Let's let's pray. Lord Jesus, we want to be thankful in this season, Lord. God, and there's so much that we can be fearful of, so much that we can be frustrated about or um, inconvenienced by. Lord, we still want to be thankful. Help us be thank thankful, Lord. Lord, help us to see you in the cross and the eternal hope that we have and help us to be thankful for that. Lord, as we see the infinite, immeasurable goodness of who you are and the goodness of what you have given us in your son, help us to have a heart of worship and praise, a heart that is holy and generous and righteous in this season. And Lord, we pray, of course, along with Thanksgiving for your miraculous hand upon our church, our nation, and our planet. Lord, we pray that uh, you would bring healing. Lord, that you would bring uh, redemption, not just from this virus, but Lord, from sin. Lord, from injustice, from violence, from hatred, from uh, poverty and sickness. Lord, we pray that you would heal all things. And Lord, in this time when we are especially aware of the coronavirus. We pray that you would bring healing to that. Lord, help those who are sick. Give wisdom to those who are treating the sick. Lord, give compassion to those of us who are not sick. Lord, bring healing, we pray. And we pray this all in Jesus' holy name. God's people said, amen. Amen. Calvary Monterey's youth ministries meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. at Calvary Monterey. 
Both middle school and high school students are welcome. Come on out. You belong here. And I promise, we don't bite. <laughs>